0: Hey, y'all, and welcome to the table where everyone gets to take a seat. I am your host, Isaac, and I'm here with
1: uh, Q. The... What's up, Q? How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you?
0: I mean, I'm alive.
1: Okay. That's yeah, all I so got. <laughs> This ice storm that was supposed to happen today um, in Lawrence. Mm hmm. But I, I'm i very thankful for the snow day.
0: The snow days. The multiples?
1: Multiple days, yes. Tuesday and Thursday. I'm just... Three-day work week.
0: I'm living. I could dig it. I can do this for the rest of my life,
1: actually. Yeah, Kay, you should take account of this.
0: Yeah, like, I think <laughs> it was um, Dr. Hamer. She tweeted uh, something about a cancellation, and she was just like, snow day. And I'm like, y'all actually excited about this. Yeah. As much as everybody else is. <laughs> so, like, let's just shut everything else down. I'm not
1: going to lie. As an employee, I'm definitely excited for it.
0: Exactly. Like, I mean, that means you have to do work later, but whatever.
1: I mean, we do work anyway, so. So might as well just yeah. chill for a little bit.
0: But anyway, so here at the table we have a tentative eating schedule, right? So we have appetizer where we like do an icebreaker, get into knowing each other a little bit better, as okay. if we don't know each okay. other outside of this space. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and then we have dinner is served where we eat dinner and talk about the main topic of today, and then just desserts where we wrap things up.
1: I love desserts. So right, it's can't a can't really wait good to time. get to that part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. For, well, first off, I have a monthly question that I'm asking all of my
1: guests. Okay.
0: So what is your favorite thing about being black?
1: That everybody wants to be black? Look. Um, I mean, it's kind of cool to be the popular thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, in reality, that is probably one of my favorite things is that people look at our culture, they look at us, and they want to do it, and they want to be it, and mm-hmm. they want to impersonate it, and that we have all the power in the world to say... No or <laughs> yes. Um, like right. We welcome people to the barbecue, right? Or uh, mm-hmm. we say, no, you can't come. <laughs> um, and I think that's pretty cool um, is to have something that other people can't have. And that's what we have in the black culture.
0: That's lit. Yeah. No, I always think about that, though, about like what my favorite thing about being black is. And I think it's switched every single episode when I ask Definitely. it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like really like being black in haircuts. I just got a haircut today and I'm living. I
1: was really gonna compliment <laughs> you on that haircut. I could tell it's fresh and you're feeling yourself. You walked oh, in glowing. I'm so living right now. Yeah.
0: Literally went <laughs> to Walgreens and bought like a new like, can of Murrays. Oh yeah,
1: you're ready to go. And huh? I was like,
0: people cannot say shit to me today. <laughs> I'm living
1: right now. That first
0: hairbrush is gonna be <sighs> satisfying. It's, it's gonna be crisp, I'm gonna cry. Like have you? I feel like this is what like niggas do when they go and get haircuts. They go home and they just look at themselves in the mirror for five minutes. I don't even make it home. But mm-hmm. I'm, I, I take Snapchat several instantly. selfies. I'm
1: like, wow, this is a brand new cue. Y'all need to check out what this barber has done. The glow up <laughs> is real. Um, the lines are crisp. The lines are crisp. Shout out to Nelly, my barber at Watson. But Look, yeah. oh, you go to Watson's. Yeah. Okay, I go
0: to Game Time. Game Time, okay. D is my nigga. Gosh. He hooks me up every single time. I'm
1: just so happy we have options in Lawrence too. <sighs> so.
0: I was in Tulsa and we had options, but there was only like specific good barbers. There was mm-hmm. like 3 of them. And I would just rotate because I would be like, <laughs> they don't really know me like that. So I could just <laughs> jump around and like you know how niggas get what they buy, like, what's like, no, I cut your head Hit, and your head only. On,
1: yeah, I kind of got that. So, uh, I'm I'm in Nelly's chair now. Yeah, you know? I feel that. He hooks me up. He, he knows what I like, and I like that. So. Mm, because haircut is everything. I get out of that it's chair, bad. and my haircut's not right. It's a bad day. It's mm-hmm. a bad two weeks until I go get my haircut again. So
0: <laughs> That's I yeah. So, you have a schedule, too? Yes. Okay, good. Every
1: nine days, it feels like unless I'm broke. Mm-hmm. Um, my hair, I wish my hair worked on my payday schedule, but... <sighs> It doesn't work So,
0: like, like, when I'm taking Biotin, every two weeks. It has to be every two Mm -hmm. weeks because, like, my whole face gets, like, furry. And I'm just like, this isn't me. I'm not even cute right now. But, like, regardless. Anyway, we're off topic, and that's fine. This is who I am. Haircuts are haircuts. That's important. (laughs) (laughs) So, the appetizer for today is me asking you a question. So, tell me why you chose to rap. Because Q is a rapper. If you guys haven't figured that out yet, and if you just don't know that, you're not together, and you need to get on everything. So, like, plug yourself real quick.
1: Man, uh, exactly what Isaac just said. I am <laughs> Q, the rapper. Uh, I rap. I spit hot bars, hot fire. But you can catch me on Instagram at Q Music. That is C-U-E-E Music. Um, please don't spell Q with a Q.
0: <laughs>
1: I know it looks cool or whatever, but I, I really prefer the C-U-E-E. Um, I'm really active on social media, so anything you need to know or figure out about me, You can do it there. Um, I'm super friendly. Slide into my DMs. uh, I reply. You know, that's how I got here with Isaac, which is pretty cool. Um, Because I follow, I creepishly follow this table podcast (laughs) name. And and I don't think he knows that, but now he does. So, um, yeah, I was hoping he slid into my DMs to ask me this. So, I'm happy to be here um, and to answer that question on why did I choose to rap? Mm -hmm. Okay, so... I'm gonna take you back.
0: Okay. I'm ready to go on this journey. Okay, like cool. I've been waiting to ask this question, but I had to wait until it was on the podcast so I had content. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah. Um, so initially, um I don't know if people take uh me saying that I've been in the rap business for a year, mm-hmm. um, into consideration of or into mind that. I haven't only been doing this for a year, um, right. but just pursuing the business of music for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started writing probably as early as fourth grade, okay. um, if I was to throw an age out there. Um, like I could never really match up my age and what grade I was in school type of thing, mm-hmm. but um, so it was around that time. Um, my stepdad is really big into music, and okay. so I was around that, um, and being around rappers and artists and djs and this whole music thing and i was like that's different i've always been a nerd all my life and so Mm -hmm. school has always been my thing um i try to pick up basketball i love basketball but i think i love basketball because my mom loved basketball same you know literally Um, the same story (laughs) and i played it because it was fun and i was an act i was an active athlete you know Mm -hmm. I, i like doing that i love challenges and stuff like that um but rapping um it it, it it allowed me to connect that school aspect my entire time because it's words, it's poetry, it's, mm-hmm. it's all of these things. Um, and so I started writing. Um, my raps back in the day used to be so embarrassing now that I think about <laughs> it. But, I mean, I didn't have anything else to talk about except for embarrassing things. <laughs> Look,
0: that, we'll visit this later, but I have a rap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me that.
0: <laughs> and... I wrote it in, I think it was 11th grade. Horrible. But we're going to listen to it and we're going to talk about it because okay. I think it's really I'm funny. really excited to hear this <laughs>
1: rap. Um, but yeah, so being around that, I picked it up. Um, I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to rap. Um, and so I remember my parents buying me a karaoke machine. Mm-hmm. And on this karaoke machine, I had cassette tapes and CDs, Ooh, so okay. it, was, it was it was kind of a thrill. That sounds high tech. Um, like that sounds thing high with tech a microphone, at the time. you know. Um, it had a little screen on there too, so if I used the karaoke machine, I can read the lyrics and mm-hmm. sing and rap along. Um, and then I got kind of creative. Um, my mom gave me a computer at an age where I was able to explore Google and figure out how to record on a karaoke machine. Ooh. Um And so I remember begging my dad to take me to Walgreens mm-hmm. um, so I can pick up some blank cassette tapes. And- I feel like this is like, yeah, what year so, is this, wait? I'm pretty sure I was between sixth and eighth grade. I can't remember. Okay. I know I started writing and doing all that stuff in the fourth grade, but this is the time that I was getting a little creative because I, I wanted to be like dad, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Um, right. I remember getting those blank cassettes, and I remember popping them in there. Um, and at the time, I recorded. I just actually made a Facebook status about this. But okay. the first song I ever um, instrumental I ever wrote um, wrote to was Jay Z's "Big Pimpin." Um, yes, don't, I, don't ask I me why was I was listening to that type of music at the age, <laughs> but um, that beat really hit home. And mm-hmm. so um, I remember talking about being very popular in school. You know that you know trying to just be that artist um, over this cassette over the instrumental coming out of my laptop. And so Mm -hmm. I had the microphone next to my laptop um, to record the instrumental, and then with me down, trying to record my voice as well. And then playing it back on the cassette, right? Um, If I listen to anything, if I listen to that right about now, it probably sounds horrible um but the fact of my creativity level um I kind of applaud myself for that Mm -hmm. um and so I I look back at that and say that was actually the first time I actually started rapping It was when I was trying to be creative um and then moved into um me rapping in my mom's kitchen, and I actually referenced that in one of my songs Mm -hmm. um, about me rapping in my mom's kitchen when I was supposed to wash the dishes. A couple of my friends and I in high school, we called ourselves rappers in high school, um, and we would come over, write raps, and record on a garage band mic. um, Yes. On Audacity Mm -hmm. um, on my laptop in my mom's kitchen um, because the laundry room was connected, so that was the only place that was small enough Um, To kind of get that compact sound. Right. Um, And if you ask me, I I think we made some bangers in high school. Um, Just being sarcastic. Um, I used to remix every jerk song possible. Yo.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm just trying to like process that because I'm thinking. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: So that tells you anything about my style and Mm -hmm. anything like that. Um, I thought I was born and raised in California and I really wasn't. But okay.
0: Look, weren't Uh, we all born and raised (laughs) in California? (sighs) Look, either that or New York. Those oh, are the now, only two choices.
1: No offense, Chicago, I love you. But right now it's winter and you know how I feel about that. So <laughs> um, L.A. it is. Um, but yeah, and so um, just really picked that back up coming into college. Um, mm-hmm. And so I had to focus on my studies. I wanted to graduate. Um, I was like, school is my thing. Went into my higher ed program. And I was like, Hugh, who are you kidding? Um, let's just be real with yourself. Um, I think one of the biggest things I learned within my program um, is about that development of students right mm-hmm. i mean then putting myself in that position of did i really pick what i really wanted to do in my life um and i said no um you don't know until you try right mm-hmm. um and so i took that step, my second semester of my um grad school year and i was like i really wish they let me take this music class it's this music and business um just so i can kind of get a glimpse of is this something i really want to try to get myself into It definitely was. Um, They let me take the class, get grad credit for it. So that's a a sign from the universe. I think this is meant for me, right? Um, Took the class. And from there, um, I call myself the artist Q. And I just took everything from my journalistic background and started building myself as an artist. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything that I learned in the classroom is literally what I use um, to be this artist that I am Um, and not not utilizing anything like that you know um so my degree isn't going to waste um a lot of people (laughs) say right um and then connecting that bridge of higher ed and hip-hop I feel like that's a big thing um connecting to the college students I Mm -hmm. I was listening to my music uh yesterday I like to listen to it often um Mm -hmm. keeps me on my toes keeps my lyrics crisp um and plus I have a performance coming up and so um I listen to my music often um and I was listening for my music this time from a lens of a new listener. Um, mm-hmm. I like to do that sometimes to kind of see what somebody else could appreciate from it. And as I listened to the bars, I I turned and I said I said, "Do you know that the only people I think that can really relate to this are college students and I really want them to open up and listen to this." Um I'm rapping about, it's being a long day in the hallway. I mean. um, I
0: listen to that song at least three
1: times a day. I mean, I'm pretty sure once you say it's been a long day, it probably starts fixing in your head. I'm already there. right? (laughs) Um, It worked, the hook worked. Yeah, catchy. It's a really good hook. I like that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I talk about what we go through as college students. our friends that didn't go off to college, that didn't have the opportunity, they really can't relate to us, right? right. Um, we don't know what those things are. And I'm not in the streets doing X, Y, and Z and what hip hop is. And so I talk about what I know and what we all know. And mm-hmm. and that's going out in college or getting up at 8 a.m. trying to take a test um, after, after that. going out. <laughs> um, and, that, and that's a struggle for us, right? Um, mm-hmm. That is our struggle. And so making sure that story is told, too. And, and that's all I'm trying to do the music and look yeah. that's a good story
0: look once you're famous and you have to tell that to like <laughs> somebody who's not me just <laughs> know that i was the first one to get it yeah you were and then plug me i, I will and, then and I i'm gonna famous. tell
1: everybody to go listen to the table podcast <laughs> um right now and actually yeah <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll be there we'll be there um yes yeah, so we're gonna take a real quick we're gonna take a real quick break i am still human and still make mistakes <laughs> anyway we'll be right back
1: So before I even get into this, I just want you to know that um, when I got this question, Mm -hmm. I sat there and I thought about this because this is a very deep question. It Um, is. (laughs) And then I said, why the heck will Isaac make me choose one word? Mm-hmm. And so I went through a list of words that came to my mind. So is that cheating? No, not at all.
0: Literally like, (laughs) these are so flexible questions that if you just were like, I don't wanna even answer Answer this, I would've been like, bet, okay.
1: (laughs) It it, kind of took me back to class too. I was like, whoa, all right. Um, But there are a few things that come to mind, right? Um, Mm -hmm. When we look at blackness and what blackness is um, Mm -hmm. and how we perceive it. Um, And basically it's our culture, right? Mm Socioeconomic, cultural, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. It's our culture. It's our 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 identity. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's the second word. So I have culture, I have identity, right? Okay. Um, um, it embodies blackness, um, as it serves as this vehicle of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is one of the biggest things that my mind was really stuck on in the form of all three of these words, um, that I continue to think about of um how or why um does rap embody this right um this mm-hmm. blackness um and so honestly um it's something that you got me thinking about and I like thinking about stuff yeah yeah, yeah. um and that's really as far as my thought process that I got I'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> um, on this podcast um but if I were just to continue on to to continue on my thoughts right now um It's just that importance of the identity of rap. And as an artist, I'm able to tell the world about my blackness through my lyrics right?
0: right. um,
1: and what that looks like for me and who I am and my identity. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, We all share commonalities within our blackness, but they all look different um, in a sense of. we all love fried chicken, but how do you really like your chicken? Right, you know, because there's different
0: um, ways to make it. It's yeah. like conversation between flats and like wings. wings.
1: Yeah, you you already know where I'm going, right? But we love chicken though. Like, but that's it's all chicken. Culture, well, <laughs> it's gonna be there. But who gonna pick up the flats? Who gonna pick up what the are drumsticks? The ones? Because I only um, eat flats. I, I only <laughs> eat flats too. But I think it's the drumsticks, right? Yeah. Um, who's gonna use what condiment on on mm-hmm. these wings? Um, and I and I think um, going off of deeper into rap now and conversations that I've been having about rap and and how rap isn't sounding the same and how I actually appreciate that as an artist. Um, because it just shows you how creative we are as a culture, um, and, 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 and how open we are as a culture and how open we could be as a culture. Um, give it up for the millennials now that's accepting this new form of rap even though it's not pleasant to many of our ears <laughs> right i'm not going to say i go and turn this stuff on but i'm i'm appreciating the fact that it's here right. um it's the culture right now and 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 what are we doing with it um and so that's that's that perceived blackness right now that a lot of those students are going through right. or listening to or those listeners of rap music i use students interchangeably for
0: everything cuz everybody's because a student
1: yeah, it's the higher ed thing. We can't call kids <laughs> students and students kids. So everybody's a student, okay? Okay. <laughs> um so students. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um that's as far as my thought process goes. But I, I really want to continue to think about that question. No, and so that's um, I appreciate that and because it's important to know that.
0: No, because I was, uh, I don't know what I was looking at on Twitter, but somebody was talking about, no, it wasn't Twitter. It was the read. They were talking okay. about the music of today and, mm-hmm. like, the rappers of today, how, like, kids don't want to listen to, like, Queen Latifah or Mary J. Blige no. because that's not what we're dealing with. It's not with. what's happening right so now. So it's like, yeah. if I want to go listen to SZA, and talk about my relationships and be sad and, like, listen to 20-something and just talk about how, like, my life isn't together. But I'm, like, 20-something and I'm trying my best. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to listen to. Yeah. And so, like, like what is it? Lil Uzi Vert with Neon Guts. I don't know why that song is a bop in my head. <laughs> but it makes me feel like, I'm, like, yeah, I got Neon Guts. What you want from me? I like, mean, it's
1: our energy now, right? Right. Um, the music matches our energy as much as we don't really want to admit it. Right. Um. And... I don't know. I just have to appreciate it. I'm learning to appreciate it. If I take too much energy to sit here and say how much I dislike it, um, it's going to be a waste of my time. But as an artist, I I appreciate other artists and their craft and what they're doing to the rap music um, and how they want to embody this blackness through their rap music, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Can't take anyone's story away from them um, or their identity away. And those those two things are really big when it comes to culture, identity, and us. Um, And so-
0: well, like, focusing in on the idea of, like, uh, the old and the new rap kind of things, mm-hmm. what does that tell about, bl- like, tell the world about blackness? Like, the old rap compared to the new rap, stuff like that. It
1: should tell you that I, sometimes I think black, that not black, oh my god, sometimes I think people outside of that race Mm -hmm. puts us into this one bubble of we're all the same. Um, We all like the same things. um, And we all have to like everything that is black. um, Right. And so I appreciate, um, like I said, the the raps that happened um the old rap right mm-hmm. so um, we talk about old school rap it's going to talk about specifically what was happening during that time um the political messages were a lot different the movements the way people went about those things were a lot different um and so th- that message conveyed that right mm-hmm. um i always see the meme about uh, back in the day they talked the rappers talked about um drug dealers and now they talk about drug users right Mm -hmm. i mean that just shows the evolution of drugs in our society so what else are they going to rap about right Mm -hmm. um and so it's interesting to me um and what really gets me interested i try to find the scene on straight out of compton before i got here today um because it was a scene when um ice cube was about to sign um, his first record deal, and they were sitting in the room um, and they didn't like his song straight out of Compton. They didn't right. like the song because it's too political, it's too controversial. No, um, not that song. I take that back. It was in All Eyes on Me, Tupac, not straight out of Compton. Okay. When Tupac went to the record label, he had the song about Brenda's Got a Baby, right? Right, right. Um, right. But at that time, in the, in, in our culture, right? What was happening? Er, teen pregnancy was teen at pregnancy high, right, high rates, right? And what were we doing with our babies at that time? Unfortunately, because of the resources, right? Mm-hmm. Those things were happening. Tupac wrote about it. They took it to them. They said no because they wanted him to rap about things. Right, so sometimes right. these labels or these people or some artists um, also keep some things in to the game and so I think there's this transition between old and new with that and so that's how some of the things stay the same Mm -hmm. when there's this new generation of rap um and then we have again our millennials that do what they want get creative um I'm gonna call it creativity and (laughs) uh, um they give us this new sound they give us something else to play with Mm -hmm. I mean it just goes to show what the evolution of our students of our people and I really like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's dope cuz I think a lot about even in that area of like, area, not era of Tupac, Biggie, Lil Kim, even Missy Elliott like on the like far other end of mm-hmm. the spectrum or like even TLC like when they had those controversial songs that they put out, they did most of like that was the views, that was yes. what people wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. that's what people wanted to hear about. And I love the fact that like non-black folks they're very into stifling that kind of conversation because Mm -hmm. it's the conversation that's going to fix things it's not Mm -hmm. a conversation that's going to keep it pep pep
1: void is the word i know what you're trying to say yeah it starts with a p yeah
0: um perpetuating there we go look i'm smart sometimes (laughs) um but perpetuating the problem that Mm -hmm. they want black people to keep going through and i feel like even as a vessel of like the work that you do or the work that any other rapper does, they talk about those things. That have people like, well, shit, maybe I need to do a little do a little bit better, just yeah. a tad bit yeah. better.
1: Yeah, a little bit. It. And I, and I and I think one of my biggest things is um, realizing that I think now we are falling more in love with the sound rather than the content, right? Um, and appreciating that, and and at least the people in my target audience and so um that's why long day um knowledge on a trap track right Mm um say it's unusual i don't think long day would be as hot as it was if it wasn't on a trap song i'm not gonna lie to you okay so yeah i mean i'd still listen to it (laughs) like i know but like like let's let's just really think about that Mm -hmm. and and fusing that together and so like what you said is is big yeah (laughs)
0: That's dope. I never really thought about it, especially because the way I listen to your music, I'm just kind of like, okay, this is cute. I know this person. It's lit. Mm-hmm. Everything's great. And then I'm like, okay, these words. Like, I get where you're coming from because I know you, right? Yeah. And so I've always wondered what, how it feels to like make some like convey that message without somebody actually knowing you. And so I feel like you do a really good job, especially with long day. Like, because we keep talking mm-hmm. about it, it's very much like I know what it feels like to have a long day. Yeah. I know how it feels like to be in school and have a long day and those the way that you like blend words together makes it or like the wordplay in it itself is just like
1: yeah so uh <laughs> wordplay mm-hmm. is my thing uh i love words um words mean a lot mm-hmm. and you could do a lot with words um and i think that's why i like being an artist and a writer and writing my stuff and and even having people help me write my things too I mm-hmm. um, don't even want to take that out of the piece of me being an artist um because just because i think one way i could be in the studio with um, my dj and my friends and right. and they'll throw a bar out that i didn't even think about that fits right in place of that and like um so having that composition too but um My writing style, what you um, talked about, uh, I try to bring in people that also can't relate, if that Mm, makes sense. Um, And that helps me bring in that that larger audience. And so um, it's been a long day. I've been working and hustling in the hallway. You kind of really don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) but. If you know Q, you know what I'm talking about, right? right? Um, And so I think that leaves some people curious and that, and then they want to get to know who I am mm-hmm. um, or that just lets them think of whatever they want to think and jam out to long day. As long as you jamming out, that's all I care about too.
0: Right. Uh,
1: at the end of the day.
0: Dope, okay. So another question. So why is rap such an important storytelling model, specifically in explaining struggle and or oppression?
1: Oh, because we listen to it.
0: Oh, okay. Right, that's um, a really good simple answer. I was <laughs> there for it because I was like, I asked that question. I was like, I would just like ramble for fifteen minutes and try and come up with something. And I no. was like, no. I,
1: I think it's a good storytelling piece. Is it's because we listen to it, mm-hmm. um, um, and I think again it's that communication piece that people know we listen to it and. We're like, we got to put that message in there right? because they're going to listen to it Um, and they're going to do whatever we say we're going to do. So I'm going to keep that one short and sweet.
0: Yeah, because like so I think about uh, for some reason, this is the first person that pops in my head when it comes like storytelling rap. Mm -hmm. It's like Wale. Yep. And Childish Gambino. Yep. So those don't forget J. Cole.
1: Oh, yes.
0: J. Cole have me on a trip. J. Cole made me want to read a book.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And like, knowing that nigga is not reading books. But like, <laughs> I want to read a book after listening to J. Cole. Yeah. And even Kendrick sometimes. I, I think his first album. You need a book to listen to Kendrick. Right. You,
1: you don't want to read a book. You need a book. You, <sighs> Kendrick is so com- complex that I love Kendrick.
0: The fact that he re-released his album, but backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but backwards. And it was a completely different story. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Niggas. Talk about how cre- storytelling.
0: Right. It's just, it's so powerful because it's just like, I listen to it. Mm-hmm. And l- even listening to um, Damn Backwards, mm-hmm. it was a completely different story. It was like, I don't even know how to describe it. I listen to rap way too much. I'd be in this.
1: I'd be deep in this. You'd be real deep. I, I love rap. I love music. I talk about it so much. Um, I invest myself in it so mm-hmm. much. And it's, it's kind of like, I could sit here and talk about it all day (laughs) long. Um, Artists, the business, like Mm -hmm. everything. I love it. Okay.
0: Well, thank you for that very simple answer that I tried to like elongate, but you know, I'm extra. (laughs) Um, So last question for dinner is, thinking of music in general, what makes rap stand out the most?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, what makes rap stand out the most? Again. Mm-hmm. everybody wants to do it right? <laughs> um, everybody listens to it mm-hmm. you know I wanna I was thinking about this I'm like yeah everybody listens to rap and deep down inside I want to say no not everybody listens to rap but I'm the walking testimony to that because mm-hmm. some of these shows that I opened up for in Lawrence Kansas <laughs> you cannot tell me that some of those folks have probably listened to rap before
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe they have I don't know um but i walk out of that venue making them my fans and so now they're listening to rap and that's what i love about rap is right and once you get around this perception of what rap is Mm -hmm. um and you open up and see what it really is about everyone kind of loves it who doesn't love a beat that makes your body move that's crazy right um and that's all it is who doesn't love storytelling um in a different format in different fashion um And that's what it is. I really think I targeted, I went off topic on that question because I got passionate about that for a second. So what's the question again? <laughs>
0: the question is why does rap stand out the most in like the music game or what separates it from everything else?
1: It makes the money too. Mm. Um, it's pushing politics. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's political. Um, it's cultural. It's um, cultural. And, and I think it's present to us too, Mm -hmm. um, because we love it so much. Um, I don't really live in the lens of someone who hates rap, so I don't know what it looks like for them. But for me, I'm like, rap is this world, right? Right. Um, eat, sleep, and breathe it. Um, everybody I know listens to it. It comes up in our classrooms. You have our professors when they want to compare something, they don't pull up a pop song. They don't pull up a country song. They pull up rap music because they know that is the common music between everybody yes in lawrence kansas we all know we can walk into a bar out here and be the only black person in there but you can guarantee i'm going to hear every artist that's in my playlist look i just
0: i just ate at encore and there was bo- like it was Rihanna, and then it like bopped around to like like Fergie came on for a second. I was yeah. just over here like, why are we here? Yeah. Like, what is going you get on? Get it? it?
1: And it's because everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. Rap, rap is rap is that, um, but also people wanted to make it seem like it's the underdog. But some of the most powerful people in the world are associated with rap, and so um, It's amazing. I think we just got to look at it from that lens <laughs> and right. see. How powerful it actually is. The movements that it started. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things. Like rap goes beyond. Hip hop goes beyond everything. And it's it's a pilot of a lot of other genres of music. So right. um, when you break off something, you always got to give credit to where it came from. So,
0: Right. <sighs> okay. So we're going to take one more break. And at break... I'm gonna show Q my rap song and then we're gonna talk about it.
1: And y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all exactly how I feel about it. But I know <laughs> it's gonna be dope because I know Isaac at bars over here and he's just mean, acting like he done.
0: I don't okay. <laughs> like, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll be there. We'll be
1: there. All right, <laughs> All right. we'll be back. <laughs> 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 I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay,
0: I'm saving this forever. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. So cute.
1: What's up? What's up? Man. You got new music. Yes, I do. Um, y'all missed it. Uh am <laughs> break after dinner. We cleaned up the dishes a bit and I let uh, Isaac get a little sneak peek of some of the new tunes that I have dropping. Um, so as you know, or if you don't know because you haven't been following me, which is very upsetting. Yeah. So again, follow me on social media um, at Q music. Um, and I follow back too. So come on, follow me. Right. Um, I started this new project um, titled Shameless. Um, And yes, Shameless plug. I did get it from the series Shameless. I love Shameless. That's such a good show. Um, And the reason why I did that was because um, when you look at the context of Shameless and you look at each character Mm -hmm. um, and their life, right, um, I felt like I really wasn't showing the world who Q actually is. Right. Okay. Um, And so that's me finding myself in this process and, and opening up to the world. And so um, I have two new tracks dropping. Um, One is titled shook. um, So I can give you all that. Um, It's a nice little, cool little bouncy sample. I'm taking it back for the culture for y'all. For the culture. A little cakey feel. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Definitely. And then uh, the second one is more of more of a political stance for me. Um, and it's, it's titled PYS. Um, mm. and I, I, I took that, uh, that idea, you know, PYT, Michael Jackson, P-Y-T, yeah. you know, um, but it's actually titled, uh, PYS, um, short for pretty young stud. And if people <gasps> don't know, um, what <gasps> stud is, then, I'm super excited. Um, it's, it's me, um, building off of honey. Right. Yeah. Um, and me coming from that standpoint of, um, who I am as an individual and, uh-huh and um and that i do have bars and so
0: wait can we go there for a second yes, so Lord. the difference between queer rap and regular rap oh. how do you feel about that
1: Ooh, we going somewhere right we, we really just took <laughs> we off into a direction going somewhere um i think it also uh that's why i say rap is so fluid mm-hmm. um because i know people turn on my rap music and and um they they want to hear me talk about what they expect me to talk about okay um but i'm queer <laughs> um, right you know like um in 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 pretty young stuff all my friends call me bro you know right uh, so it's it's i just had to let them know that um i'm here um this is what i do and in in, in, in that queer rap right it's it's us telling our story mm-hmm. um and you you can't take that away from us um they try to though right Right. Um, your music's too gay uh Mm -hmm. yeah it's not gonna go mainstream um so i think about it all the time me being queer uh black woman right pursuing hip-hop like i just got it out for me honestly um but but i also look at it as a positive like no you're gonna hear what i have to say because what i have to say is just as important of what your masculine tendencies of what you want to say too right facts okay um and then also just because i am um female appearing or that is what you want to believe Mm -hmm. i don't have to show my ass with that too in my raps right yeah um we all don't have to be the next Nicki minaj and that's why i applaud hip-hop for letting young and may shoot through the pipes too right um and you saw the criticism that um she received behind there yeah. um, but then even in the spectrum you can see the um the scale of dominance in lesbians right mm-hmm. and 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 how i come off and compared to how young May comes off right right um and our storylines are not different so yeah queer hip-hop oh my god we, that's a different podcast
0: that is a different podcast which means that you'll be back in april for gay And we can know. just talk and about it we can go there the whole entire episode
1: i I have some things to say. Cause you
0: know, I listen to queer rap more than I listen to regular rap. Yeah. Um, Leaf, Shamir, um Brockhampton oh is like God. coming up. Yes. I I live mm-hmm. for most of it, and also I still want more. Like there's something missing, it's and I coming. need it to be there. But it's like coming. I find it in your music. So, that's also a plug to go listen to Q's music because it's the best queer rap I've ever heard. So.
1: I, people need to just come on. Right? Yes. But yeah, new music dropping, follow, please. Um, I know I told the world that it was gonna be here in February, but it has to be perfect. The uh, mm-hmm. ideas have to be there. You're, you all will get this new music, and I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you're gonna love it. I love it, I love it already. Yeah. I mean, I got samples, so <laughs> <laughs> I got what I needed <laughs> out of it. But
0: anyway, okay, so back to what we've been like plugging this whole entire time. You listened to my title track from my Never Happened album of 2011, Track City.
1: Yes. That was a popular uh, track to be remixed It was.
0: My so Rack City, Track City, mm-hmm. One Letter, I was there. Yeah. Creativity. <laughs>
1: um, it was creative. I-, I actually told Isaac, you all missed this part. Um, it actually sounds better than some of those artists that uh, I hear coming out now, so... I think he should pick back up the mic sometimes. He should rap at least the intros to this podcast or look, something Look,
0: like one day. Intros or something. One day. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I was going to be like, hey, if you could, your engineer can like plug something up, I'll just rap over it and see what happens. Oh,
1: you, you trying to get in the studio? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we can figure that out.
0: Look, if you want me on a feature, yeah, I'll prepare myself.
1: I'm always open to do music. You know? Look, I'll try, you try my, my best. best. It, come on, let's do something.
0: Oh, look. So my goal in 2018 was to bring 2011 Isaac back okay we're already on the track let's do we're it we're here let's, let's do, do it. it I'm ready alright All right. I'm serious No, I know you are okay <laughs> I'm like I'm serious <laughs> look I'm halfway there but like <laughs> in three days I might be fully there okay so just catch let me, me when know. I'm fully there just let me know okay All right. I'll let you know <laughs> look look forward to Isaac on the track Isaac. look <laughs> I have to have a rap name look we're
1: gonna I to get, get it together. we're gonna get it Oh, this is. Gonna we're be gonna drop it it's gonna be hot <laughs> it's gonna be the anthem for the summer too the
0: summer anthem oh shit no, yeah. I've already I've said it on the pod. Now it has to be done. <laughs> Lord. Anyway, any church announcements, anything that's going on? I know you have a show tomorrow.
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, if you're not doing anything, which I don't think any of you are because you had a snow day today to finish everything that you should have been doing. Right. Yeah. Or you could have slept too like me, so I, I, I won't fault <laughs> you for that. But I definitely have a show tomorrow at the Granada. Um, I'm actually opening it up for Marcus Lewis and the Big Band. Um, it's 18-piece um, jazz ensemble, um, which I'm pretty excited to see. Um, they have Kadash and Komet. Sorry if I'm butchering your names. Um,
0: <laughs> Shit, I can't help you. I don't know these hell people.
1: No. yeah, just don't put that part in there. <laughs> that part out. Um, but, yeah, I'll be um, opening up for 18-piece jazz ensemble band, um, and it's uh, partnered through KU and a lot of offices off of the KU campus. Again, that shows my connection with the university. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to be um, doing some Lawrence local favorites, obviously, yes. um, and then actually hitting you all with those new tracks. So if you want to hear exactly what Isaac was just talking about um, and you want to hear it live, um, you should show up to the Granada tomorrow. Um, it's payday tomorrow. So I know you can make it because it's absolutely <laughs> free to actually come to the Granada. So um, it doesn't cost. It's free. It's all ages. Bring your kids. Um, my music will be censored. All of that cool stuff. So, yeah, I want to see everybody come up to me. Um, I don't like when people don't come up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to say hi, you know, Uh <laughs> um, Say hi. Tell me you like my music if you like it. Um, it pushes me as an artist to keep going. Right. Um, you know, sometimes people don't say anything. You just think you're hitting blank walls all the time. Um, and no, you don't have to fill my head up. But
0: you know. Right. I feel the same way. Like, a lot of the times, somebody will be like, oh, yeah, I listen to your podcast. And, like, usually I'm shook first because I'm just like, people listen <laughs> to my podcast. What <laughs> the fuck? Like, literally, what do you mean? Uh-huh. Like, but then at the next, like, the next time I'm like, okay, dope. Like, yeah. that's really cool. So that means that, like, people are listening to my content. So therefore, I have to do more. Yeah. And so I. Feel this is bad.
1: like going to job going to work for you every day. It's your job. right? Mm-hmm. Um, music is my job every day. And if you went to a job every day and no one told you good job, you know, right. can you imagine like your mom or dad never telling you good job? Look, um, yes. And it happens <laughs> and that hurts. Right. So, uh, yeah, Give that that's credit. Right. I'm out here working for Lawrence for KU Hard. Community. Right. Um, I'm trying to put us on the map. Not just right. me, it's us. it's us thing, um,
0: local artists like are out here doing good work. Good work. Really yeah, good
1: good work. work with the the most ample amount of resources possible. <laughs> right. Um, we are starving artists. I never knew what that meant to now. <laughs> uh, literally <laughs> starving artists. Um So yeah, if anybody want to cook me too cuz this table podcast was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I thought Isaac was going to bring me some chicken or something, but
0: I mean if I could cook, I'm happy. I have a community that can cook <laughs> because I sure can't. So we would both be out here starving, oh, dang. or like eating something that's gonna give us food poisoning. Okay, so, we will just stick with the table podcast right. And dinner, eat. okay. <laughs> <Just kidding>. Metaphorically, <laughs> like not literally. <laughs> one day there might be like a soul food soirée, and it'll be for the table podcast, and, and I want to be invited welcome. back to that. Right, all we'll right. all be here. We'll all be eating. So, but yes, thank you so much, and well, thank also. You for having me. Both of us are in the running for Best of Lawrence.
1: I definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go vote for the Table Podcast. Go vote for Q. Like, <laughs> um, entertainment, nightlife, solo musician, Q. Um, go vote for The That's Best of I'm Lawrence
0: Community Podcast. Yes, and then the Table Podcast. So with Isaac Sanders, my name is attached to it, and it kind of makes me uncomfortable, but it's
1: fine. Hey Isaac, I think we're related. Are we? I don't know. My mother's maiden name is Sanders. So Where's we she from? Have a conversation.
0: Where's she from?
1: the south you, well, we're not in the Oklahoma
0: south. though not oklahoma no nah. arkansas not arkansas Arizona, what's the name of that place alabama yes <gasps> we might be cousins
1: i didn't want to say alabama because i was like mm. but my family's definitely from alabama
0: oh <gasps> we'll talk okay we're gonna have to talk about this at the, okay y'all we're gonna go talk <laughs> and figure <laughs> out if we're family um thank you for tuning in to the podcast um love y'all bye bye